out of my purse. Ruth was grateful when, if I fucked her, Mary played hard to get. And she said she loved me. What a little bloody liar. Women think men are only interested in sex, but they're wrong. Men want love as well as sex. Of course I went. True, I had to walk out on the kids to do it. Fucking ungrateful brats they turned out to be. But scientists say it's in a man's nature to look after women and kids when they're helpless. As soon as the wife can help herself and the kids grow older and start answering back, he sods off to spread the selfish gene elsewhere. Quite so. That's all I did. But you'd have thought from the row that resulted, the bleeding noise and fury, that I'd done something unthinkably, unnaturally wicked. I never got it. I'd certainly done it to the wrong fucking wife and kids, triggered off more than I ever reckoned. Look at me now, living out my days between a bed and an armchair, so old, I don't even have the strength to get it up anymore. Even Viagra won't do it. Not even Nurse Travers, my hot, totty little nurse, skirt up to her ass when she bends over. Can't be me. I reckon it's Dr. Simmons' pills doing it, murderous old lezzy slag that she is. They're all trying to finish me off. They won't succeed. And by the way, I don't have Alzheimer's. I just pretend for the fucking tests. Yes, that's Bobbo. Once my true love. Sorry about the language. Oh dear. I leaned my back against an oak, thinking it was a mighty tree. But first it bent and then it broke. So did my love prove false to me. The past is never over. I am the ghost of Mary Fisher, weeping in the wind. Three. The she-devil tells herself lies. I did the best I could within the limits of my own nature. A likely story. It wasn't as if I hurled Mary Fisher to her death down to the craggy rocks on which the high tower stands, battered by the fury of wave and wind, much as I longed to. Just a little push from me, I thought, and over she'd go, champagne flute in hand, through the open picture window of the lantern room, long blonde hair streaming as she fell. That, I thought, would put a stop not just to the romances spewing from her seductive pen, but to the little trill of a voice, half-giggle and half-erotic gasp that so enthralled my husband and drove me mad with rage. But I didn't. I held my hand. I did not love Bobbo as she did. I can admit that. But Bobbo was my wedded husband, father of my children, my great achievement, the most precious thing I owned or hoped to own, and Mary Fisher stole him from me. He was my status and my income, the one and only notch on my bedpost. I'm not someone who forgives easily. But I didn't push. I was too cunning. Rather, I let a little worm of doubt and dread grow in her silly mind until she realised life was not worth living, and only then did she die, slowly and horribly, from a cancer that devoured her from within. I allowed her to live that day, as she stood laughing and trilling at the window. But I gave her my children. Where your father goes, you go, I said to Nicky and Andy, and left. That day I hated Mary Fisher more than I loved my children. 
but the day passed, and I lived to regret what I had done. Too late. And now they will not speak to me, nor will their children. Ah, thank God, here's my coffee. Valerie Valeria, my PA, brings it in. I am early waking, not she late in bringing it. 7.30 on the dot. Such a pretty, clever, competent girl, and ambitious too. My shield and support. And she's brought a red rose in a long-stemmed vase. The world is such a changed place that a rose can be brought to me in November. The more people moan about carbon footprints, the more they create them. 4. According to the family therapist, the she-devil caused a great deal of damage. I'm sure women in general have a great deal to be grateful to the she-devil for equal pay and all.